Hello, and welcome to Innate Life Reclamation Podcast. Join us to listen in to get more in tune with the inborn magnificence in our world, in our bodies, and in our lives. I'm Dr. Lona Cook. And I'm Dr. Danny Otis. Our mission is to help people reconnect to their inner wisdom and use it in their everyday lives to transform their well being by having real conversations, clinical insights, and opportunities for you to apply your own inborn intelligence to your everyday life. So start now by tuning in and turning on to the full potential of your body and life. Thanks for tuning in today. I am super excited to have Dr. Ashley back on the show. So she is absolutely wonderful. I think she sees a lot of kids in pediatrics in her office. She's a chiropractor, a mama, and yeah, we're super excited to have you on here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So a lot of the things that we always like to talk about is obviously that innate centered healing. And I like to start when we bring people on, on just like what really drew you to this one profession as a chiropractor and more that like innate centered, like body led healing in general, like listening to our body. Yeah. So for me, I feel like naturally as a child, I was just drawn to it. Um, As a kid, both my brother and I had quite a few ear infections and I remember us being on antibiotics quite a bit. Um, and my brother ended up needing tubes. And then as he got older, he uh, had a teacher say that he had ticks. And my mom thought that she meant head lice when in fact, okay. she meant that he had ticks more as in like ADD, ADHD. Right. And eventually he was put on Adderall. And I watched my brother transform into literally a different human being Mm -hmm. where he lost his appetite. He lost a bunch of weight. And I vividly remember telling my parents, something isn't right. Mm -hmm. Like he's changed. Something is different. And in that moment, I remember thinking like he should not be on this medication. Mm -hmm. And I think that point was really pivotal um, in my life of just recognizing that there was something going on with my brother that we hadn't experienced before. And I knew internally and innately that, Mm -hmm. that, that it wasn't good. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think for me, I've just always been someone who never really wanted to go to the doctor and never really wanted Mm -hmm. to have to be on medication. And so I knew that I always wanted to help people, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know that it was chiropractic until I was older and so I was in undergrad and I shadowed a bunch of different professions and we had a family friend who was a chiropractor Mm -hmm. and my understanding of chiropractic was neck and back pain. And I had seen her when I injured my lower back playing volleyball in high school. And at that time, I still didn't know what chiropractic was Mm -hmm. about. So it wasn't until I was an undergrad that I went back to her office and shadowed. And then she started having her patients tell me, what they really were coming in for as far as like, you would have moms say, Oh, actually I bring my kids in to prevent ear infections or, Oh, Mm -hmm. my kid had colic and I brought them here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, what? This is what I've been looking for is to be able to help people and families without having to use drugs or surgery. So for me, it was a no brainer. Chiropractic was the answer. And then once I got into chiropractic school, it was like this, opening of a whole yeah. <laughs> new world of all of these, I'm going to say crunchy things yeah. as far as utilizing supplements, acupuncture, mm-hmm. um, meditation, mm-hmm. Reiki. I mean, mm-hmm. you name it. Like right. I've just gone wild now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. And that's why we're trying to bring all these people on this season just to really 
start to douse us in that world of possibility when it comes to healing. Mm-hmm. Because just like you said, like chiropractic is about so much more than neck and back pain. Like, yes, it definitely can help with that. And it's like buying a Ferrari to only use it for the air conditioning, right? You're yeah. missing out on so much more of what your body's potential is when you just stop there. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times I think we get back to this realm of like, okay, if we don't have symptoms, we're healthy, which is not true. Obviously mm-hmm. people walk around every single day, not feeling anything. And the next day they're having a heart attack or they go in for a routine checkup and also they have cancer. And now granted that's a little bit morbid, but you get the idea mm-hmm. that just because you're symptom free doesn't mean you're actually healthy. So what are different things that we can do to start to bring us towards better health? So yeah, yeah that's awesome. And then yeah. I know you mentioned your brother, mm-hmm. um, how old was he when that all started to take place? That's a great question. I think he was in first grade when his teacher had said that he had the tics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to say that he was probably in second or third grade mm-hmm. when he had gone on the medication. Okay. And he's two years younger than yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's another reason why I think this is so important just to get this message out there is because if we can start children on healthier habits when they're younger then I think just going through a lot of their changes that they're going to be going through in elementary school or middle school mm-hmm. is a little bit easier when they can actually have their full function and full potential expressed um, versus just kind of covering it up. And then, like you said, something's off, something's different, yeah. right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I know you just explained why you're into this. And obviously you see a lot of kids and pregnant mamas in the office and you have a couple mm-hmm. kids yourself. Um, so how do you apply those same principles of like, okay, something's not right. We need to do something different. All of a sudden we go to school, the veil is lifted off. We have all this potential for our body's ability to heal mm-hmm. and utilizing that. So how do you help moms and kids in your office to understand that our bodies are self-healing? We just need to do the right things to help promote that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said self-healing. And Mm -hmm. so that's where I believe we have to start first is humbling ourselves Mm -hmm. and not thinking that we're smarter than the human body. Because when you break it down, I can't, I go back to this of like, okay, I needed a sperm and an egg to create this like spark. And then my body literally grew a human without me doing much of anything. Yeah. That is a miracle in and of itself. So if we just step back and appreciate how amazing the human body is, mm-hmm. I think that we also have to step back when our body is experiencing symptoms mm-hmm. and just pause and listen and look at what is the body really trying to either tell me mm-hmm. or what is it trying to do, right? right? So if we're having a runny nose or we're sneezing, mm-hmm. that's the body's way of getting rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. If we have a rash on our skin. Mm-hmm. Again, that's our body's way of getting rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. So if we're trying to take a, you know, a medication or put a lotion on there to get rid of it, mm-hmm. that's not truly figuring out the cause of what's going right, on. Right. That's like the band-aid. Right. And so that's where I think we have to just start with parents. And then where I try to start with my own children is okay, let's identify what's going on and why that's going on Mm -hmm. first. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think your (laughs) perfect description of, okay, we're made from two cells and it's not like you had to sit on the couch and be like, all right, for the next 20 minutes, I'm going to grow this arm here. (laughs) And then uh, tomorrow I'm going to do the other one. Yeah, that that would be exhausting. Exactly. Our body knows what to do. So 
when we get these symptoms in our life, again, it's important to listen to those. It's not that the symptoms aren't important, but what's the underlying message there? What's not functioning right? What is that really root cause that we can start to dive into to, again, get our bodies to actually truly heal this, function from within, and not just cover it up with different pills and potions and lotions mm-hmm. that you're saying. So, yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, when we are expressing symptoms, there are things that we can do to help support the body, right? Mm-hmm. And so if we look at, you know, some of the things that I talked about, all the crunchy options yeah. <laughs> out there, right? We can we can go through and figure out what's going to be best for our child with whatever they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. So one of the big things I notice that um, parents will even call in is they'll say, oh, my child has a fever. Mm-hmm. And it's, I would say for the most part as a society, we think of fever as a negative and a bad right, thing, right? right. Mm-hmm. But when we break it down, in fact, it's actually the body's intelligence of mm-hmm. internally heating up mm-hmm. to burn off the bacteria or the virus. Mm-hmm. And I see it a lot when um, kids are teething, right? Yeah. And so their teeth have to break through the skin. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that opens up an opportunity for bacteria and viruses to get in there. Mm-hmm. So doesn't it make sense that the body should internally sure. like heat up to burn some of that stuff off? Mm-hmm. So in those cases, when it's a low grade fever, that's a, a good thing. Mm-hmm. And if we take a medication, we're interfering with that process. So we've actually done more harm than good right. to our child by, by introducing that. Now, I will say there is a time and purpose if, you know, the fever does get super, super high, but there are additional things that you can do to help support your body while it's going through that. So Mm -hmm. one of the things that um, I do first and foremost as a chiropractor is I adjust my kids. Mm -hmm. And in those instances, when I know that their bodies need more support, I'm adjusting them more frequently. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, another example would be if they start to, if their fever starts to increase, Mm -hmm. I use vinegar, uh, Mm -hmm. just plain white vinegar that you would use for cooking. Um, and the vinegar helps to draw the heat out naturally. So that can be either like putting the kid in the bath and pouring vinegar in the water, or you can soak their socks in vinegar, wring them out, put Mm -hmm. them on the kid, Mm -hmm. wait till they dry and then repeat that pattern. Um, So there are other things that you can do holistically, again, to help help support the body without interfering the process of what it's trying to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's great because I think you said, yeah, there's definitely a time and a place for everything. But I think if we knew that, okay, our bodies are smart and it has this ability to heal, and this is a smart response, right? Because again, nothing in our body is by accident. It's all intelligently designed. Mm-hmm. Um, we can start to trust that. And when you start to trust it, it just becomes easier to know like, okay, I can get through this. And then if instead of the first thing that we're grabbing is that Motrin or whatever it is to dampen the fever, because obviously we don't like to see our children in like any type of pain or suffering or discomfort. But instead of grabbing that first, where that, again, is just going to lower the fever, but prolong the process of what they actually have to go through to then properly adapt. So next time it comes around, their body's even stronger, much like a workout, right? If you're going to run a marathon, 
you're not just going to run once and go like you got to get your body in shape to be able to handle that that's going to be coming its way so it's mm -hmm. almost like the same thing it's just like your body has to go through that to get stronger to adapt be healthier have a better immune system for a longer set of time mm -hmm. which i think if you can keep that on the back of your mind instead of focusing so much on the moment of just reaching for some of those things mm -hmm. um you, you become a lot more empowered yeah. So that's part of what I wanted to ask you next is like, mm -hmm. why this is so important to help kids one from a young age, teach them the importance of their body and how smart it actually is, as well as moms. So then they can have that confidence too to be able to go in those situations and know like, okay, maybe this isn't the first thing I should do. Mm -hmm. Let's trust the body and move forward. So mm -hmm. I guess that's kind of my question kind of answered yeah. it, but also like, what are your thoughts on that? Why it's so important to then start to switch that narrative? Yeah. So I think if we just take a step back and we look at, you know, right now adults are expected to outlive their kids, which is insane to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think there's ever been a time in our history where that's been the case. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we need to recognize mm -hmm. that, okay, we have to change some things mm -hmm. and what we're currently doing as a society yeah. isn't working. Right? right. And so I think more people are starting to get on the bandwagon of recognizing some of this, or I would say I'm hoping that that's yeah, the case, yeah. but I think it's really important that we lay a foundation of healthy habits because that's going to set up their life for them. So right. what we're teaching them when they're younger is obviously what they're most likely going to repeat as they continue mm -hmm. to get older mm -hmm. and then learn some of these other avenues. Um, and it also just teaches their, the kids to honor and respect their body. And if mm -hmm. you can teach them from a young age of like how fantastic and amazing the human body is, mm -hmm. they're going to take that with them for life and be able to pass that on to future generations. Right. Yeah. And I think the thing that also is tough for me to really wrap my head around is because we do kind of live in this bubble of like, okay, our body is absolutely incredible. Like we should take care of it. We only get one body mm -hmm. and i think too just being able to remember that it's just like if you put garbage in you're going to get garbage out mm -hmm. if you put good in you're going to get good out so i think that's really important to remember is like our body is a temple and we should treat it as such mm -hmm. because if you know down the road every you can break it down every choice we make is either bringing us towards better health or away from it and i think that's really important to remember because at the end of the day i'm assuming if we all get to retirement at that age and we're like looking forward to just doing what we want or whatever it is right at that point in time like you have a couple options there it's all your choices that you've made up to that point is either going to allow you to have a great retirement where you can enjoy and do the things that you love to do or again it could be the opposite because mm -hmm. i think when people don't have their health that's the one wish they had but when you have your health, you have thousands of wishes and you can do them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why, again, you hit it on the nose of why it's so important to teach these habits young. So these kids don't even have to think about it. It's just like, no, that's what we do to take care of ourselves because mm -hmm. we get one body. Yeah. 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 Well, awesome. That's great. I think also I always like to end with just like, okay, so if somebody were to start to get that ball rolling of like, okay, maybe I won't start just doing this right away or you know, antibiotics for ear infections or different things like that, mm -hmm. that we see commonly in a lot of kids. I think first, what are like maybe three to five most common things you see with pediatrics that come into the office? Okay. And then what are some of the things that you're doing either with your own kids or other moms that um, you can help them kind of get through some of those things? Sure. Okay. So I'll break it down. I'll kind of split things up. So I'll start with just like the general suggestions yeah. and then I'll go through like a couple of the most common conditions that okay. we see and cool. some recommendations. Um, so one thing that I hadn't thought of before, but um, one of the biggest things is just your energy and how you respond to something. Mm -hmm. 
also teaches your kids a lot too. Like if all of a sudden they're sick and you're freaking out because like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And versus being like, it's okay. Your body is so smart and knows exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. It's doing everything that it can. Speaking that positivity and having that high energy, your kids will pick up on that and mm-hmm. they will heal a lot faster yeah. than the opposite. So stressed out. Yeah. Yes. So I think <laughs> maintaining a positive energy and mindset um, is number one. Um, the other thing is if you're looking to implement some healthier choices and changing things up from what you've currently been doing, start small. As, as a mom of two young boys um, who obviously owns a business, it is very, very busy and it can be extremely overwhelming. So starting small, just maybe choose one or two things that you're going to change mm-hmm. and or implement um, or research, right? Mm-hmm. So just start small and then slowly implement things. Mm-hmm. Um, next one I would say is there's a lot of great resources out there. There are Facebook groups of crunchy parents who post questions and get a ton of different responses and ideas. There are homeopathy books. You could grab an essential oil book. You know, there's a lot of different things like that too mm-hmm. that parents can easily just reach for um, instead of doing what they would normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is connecting with a local chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're someone who has kids, then obviously someone who sees kids is probably a great resource too, mm-hmm. just to bounce some ideas off of. Um, and then when something does come up as far as a symptom, just pausing and reflecting and looking at like, okay, what is the body currently doing and or what is it trying to do mm-hmm. and why is it doing that? Mm-hmm. So instead of just reaching for something that you would have maybe reach for before just pausing and reflecting on what it's actually trying mm-hmm. to tell you. And then, and then looking at, okay, how can I support the body instead of interfering with it? Right. So yeah. that's what I'll say as far as tips and tricks for that end. Yeah. Um, as far as some of the most common symptoms of things that I see in kids, I would say ear infections. Mm-hmm. Um, so things that we do, um, and I recommend for that is obviously number one, get the kids adjusted. Mm-hmm. Not only is it going to help boost their immune system, but obviously the nerves go to the ears. So mm-hmm. if there's interference and obviously the ears can't drain like they're supposed to, because right. they sit more horizontally when we're kids and that fluid likes to hang out there. Mm-hmm. If you can adjust that, uh, neck, and they can start to function and drain properly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's going to help improve things um, mm-hmm. and clear them up potentially on their own. Um, I also adjust the ears in the mm-hmm. office, and I teach parents how to do that at home mm-hmm. too to help keep the ears draining. You can do different essential oils in the ears, mm-hmm. um, things like that, hot compresses. So mm-hmm. there's different options for that. Um, the probably number two thing I would say is colic. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so some of those symptoms are like, you know, arching their back, crying, that type of thing. So again, chiropractic is a huge one for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can even do Epsom salt baths, mm-hmm. uh, putting some lavender essential oil in your baths. But some Epsom salt baths help to detox the body. So it's going to pull those toxins out and put back in magnesium and mm-hmm. sulfate. Um, and it's also very relaxing and soothing right. too. So Which helps um, us heal. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's the goal, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so that was to probably, I would say a little bit older kids, headaches tend to be um, mm-hmm. a common thing. So yeah. again, 
adjustment to water, that's probably the top two things for that yeah. because dehydration is usually the number one cause of headaches. Um, and then number two is the subluxations, which is what chiropractic mm-hmm. uh, deals with. Um, I'm trying to think of, there's so many. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, but I think you hit it on the nose. I think a lot of people don't know that one, kids can receive chiropractic care. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it looks a lot different. And the things that we don't typically see with kids are obviously usually the neck pain, back pain, unless they've had a fall, right? Outside we're playing on the snow, people mm-hmm. are slipping, doing their things like that. But the majority of times what we're seeing in kids is like you're saying, that colic, maybe they're getting repeated infections because their sinuses, their ear canals, like everything's not draining properly. So again, mm-hmm. like you said, when we're working on that upper cervical spine, that's all of our cranial nerves, even adults have to get adjusted. Like, I feel like my nose is draining right mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah. So it's just so important to, again, if you're noticing just different things that maybe aren't typical chiropractic things that you think of, neck pain, back mm-hmm. pain, in kids, it's going to be like focus issues, different things like that with sinuses. And that's mm-hmm. all a good time to get checked by a chiropractor. Yeah. So, yes. yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. Yes. And if more people so are interested in then taking that next step to also find you, to help you and um, to help use you as a resource, where can they find you? Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, so like you said, obviously I'm a chiropractor. I work at Cook and Anderson Chiropractic in Kidat. Our office is right on Main Street. Um, our telephone number is 715-978-0600. That's our office number if you want to reach me through there. Otherwise, we have a Facebook page that you can send us a direct message to um, as well. So I'd be more than happy to help. I love speaking anything, pregnancy, kids, holistic, crunchy ideas. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much. Enjoyed the time. I hope you guys all found that extremely valuable. I know I sure did. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us at Innate Life Reclamation Podcast. We hope you found tips and tricks to start incorporating innate into your everyday life because it is in your everyday life, whether you see it or not. You can find both Dr. Danny and myself at cookchirocenter.com or on any of our social media. And we'd love for you to share a podcast and leave us a review. Thanks for listening.